get up and have something real to eat. "'What would you like?' Mother asked. "'A pigeon pie,' said Peter eagerly. "'A large pigeon pie, a very large one.' So Mother asked the cook to make a large pigeon pie. The pie was made, and when the pie was made it was cooked, and when it was cooked Peter ate some of it. After that his cold was better. Mother made a piece of poetry to amuse him while the pie was being made. It began by saying what an unfortunate but worthy boy Peter was. Then it went on. He had an engine that he loved with all his heart and soul, and if he had a wish on earth it was to keep it whole. One day, my friends, prepare your minds, I'm coming to the worst. Quite suddenly a screw went mad, and then the boiler burst. With gloomy face he picked it up and took it to his mother, though even he could not suppose that she could make another. For those who perished on the line, he did not seem to care, his engine being more to him than all the people there. And now you see the reason why our Peter has been ill. He soothes his soul with pigeon pie, his gnawing grief to kill. He wraps himself in blankets warm and sleeps in bed till late, determined thus to overcome his miserable fate. And if his eyes are rather red, his cold must just excuse it. Offer him pie, you may be sure, he never will refuse it. Father had been away in the country for three or four days. All Peter's hopes for the curing of his afflicted engine were now fixed on his father, for father was most wonderfully clever with his fingers. He could mend all sorts of things. He had often acted as veterinary surgeon to the wooden rocking-horse, Once he had saved its life when all human aid was despaired of, and the poor creature was given up for lost, and even the carpenter said he didn't see his way to do anything. And it was father who mended the doll's cradle when no one else could, and with a little glue and some bits of wood and a penknife, made all the Noah's Ark beasts as strong on their pins as ever they were, if not stronger. Peter, with heroic unselfishness, did not say anything about his engine till after father had had his dinner, and his after-dinner cigar. The unselfishness was Mother's idea, but it was Peter who carried it out, and needed a good deal of patience, too. At last Mother said to Father, "'Now, dear, if you're quite rested and quite comfy, we want to tell you about the great railway accident and ask your advice.' "'All right,' said Father. "'Fire away.' So then Peter told the sad tale, and fetched what was left of the engine. "'Hmm,' said Father, when he had looked the engine over very carefully. The children held their breaths. "'Is there no hope?' said Peter, in a low, unsteady voice. "'Hope? Rather! Tons of it!' said Father cheerfully. "'But it'll want something besides hope. A bit of brazing, say, or some solder and a new valve. I think we'd better keep it for a rainy day.' In other words, I'll give up Saturday afternoon to it, and you shall all help me. Can girls help to mend engines? Peter asked doubtfully. Of course they can. Girls are just as clever as boys, and don't you forget it. How would you like to be an engine driver, Phil? My face would be always dirty, wouldn't it? said Phyllis in unenthusiastic tones. And I expect I should break something. I should just love it, said Roberta. "'Do you think I could when I'm grown up, Daddy, or even a stoker?' "'You mean a fireman,' said Daddy, pulling and twisting at the engine. "'Well, if you still wish it, when you're grown up, we'll see about making you a firewoman. 
I remember when I was a boy. Just then there was a knock at the front door. Who on earth? said father. An Englishman's house is his castle, of course, but I do wish they built semi-detached villas with moats and drawbridges. Ruth, she was the parlour-maid and had red hair, came in and said that two gentlemen wanted to see the master. I've shown them into the library, sir, said she. I expect it's the subscription to the vicar's testimonial, said mother, or else it's the choir holiday fund. Get rid of them quickly, dear. It does break up an evening so, and it's nearly the children's bedtime. But father did not seem to be able to get rid of the gentleman at all quickly. I wish we had got a moat and drawbridge, said Roberta. Then, when we didn't want people, we could just pull up the drawbridge and no one else could get in. I expect father will have forgotten about when he was a boy if they stay much longer. Mother tried to make the time pass by telling them a new fairy story about...